Hello, welcome to episode two, season three of the Hoofball Podcast. My name is Hamish, and today I'm joined by just the one co-host because she's got on holiday. So, unfortunately, it's just Ben today. Do you want I'm to say sorry. hello? Oh, hello. What did your top say? Oh, I thought it said Mumford and Guns, and I was really confused why you'd have a <laughs> parody Mumford and Sons top, but not just a Mumford and Sons top because you're a sad little boy. Uh, today we're going to do our Premiership predictions for the year because um, they yes. went so well last year. I had Dundee United in the relegation playoff and Ross County to finish bottom. They both finished top half. One of them I think we finished all fourth had, and in Europe. Yeah, we all had Aberdeen top half and that didn't yeah, go well. I'd, I, I, mine went Rangers, Celtic, Aberdeen, Hibs, Hearts. You were really pessimistic. So I had Hearts in fifth. I didn't get a single one of the top six right, and I only got three out of the top six clubs in the actual top six. I had Dundee to finish above Dundee United. Um, I can't remember what else I had. That's embarrassing, that is. It was, oh, actually, I have it. I still have it in my notes. I don't have it anywhere. Although I'm pretty sure I had Celtic first. I will try and find it quickly. Mm. If it's anywhere... Maybe oh, I don't have it. This is excellent content. Excellent content. So we will start talking about something else. We are also going to go through uh, a couple of transfers that have happened. Uh, and also Game Week 1 is coming up. We're going to be talking through our teams. We're we'll talking through stuff like that, getting ready for the uh, first week of the season, which is actually quite exciting. It's been so long. I've been so bored. I cannot wait to be at Tynecastle uh, come this Saturday, I have found my prediction. <laughs> I found mine as well. It's actually worse than I remember so, it being. My 2021-22 season prediction went Rangers in first, Celtic in second, Hibs in third, Aberdeen in fourth, Hearts in fifth, St. Johnston sixth, St. Mirren seventh, Motherwell eighth, Dundee in ninth, uh, Dundee United in tenth, Livy in 11th and Ross County rock bottom. I thought Malcolm McKay was gone by November. So there you go. Okay. I got no one right apart from, I think, St. Mirren. So it oh, finished 7th? Did they? Oh, I got the main. No, I, I, I was saying, did they? I can't remember. I can't remember. The hips were well, say, the, say the rest of yours. Okay, starting from the top Rangers, Aberdeen. <laughs> Celtic. Aberdeen it's, second, I forgot you did that. It's about religious, wasn't Jesus it? Christ. It's because I wasn't sure about how well Celtic would actually do with all the new um, players. The bottom six last year went Livy in seventh, Hibs in eighth, St. Mirren in ninth, Aberdeen in tenth. Ah, whoops. Anyway, sorry, <laughs> Hibs fourth, St. Johnson fifth, Hearts sixth, Dundee United seventh, St. Mirren eighth, Motherwell ninth, Dundee tenth. Livy 11th and County 12th, so yeah, no one correct. I think neither of us got any positions correct. Oh, we got numbers 1 to 12, right? You know, we knew there was going to be 12 teams. And we got all the 12 teams that are in the competition in our predictions, so that's something, right? Um, so, based off the back of that, I uh like seen how well it went. I've actually done not just my premiership prediction, but I did the prediction for who's going to win every league and get relegated as well. What, in Scotland or the world? Scotland, the world. <laughs> He's been at it for years. But whilst we're at it, um, Arsenal are going to make top four and Chelsea are going to miss out. I can see that happening. 
Well, there we go. Um, right, I don't know where to start with this. We've got Hugh's predictions as well. He sent them over to us last on holiday in Cyprus. It was such a hardship for him. Such a poor boy. He was beer in hand as it happened. Um, it helps that he's a bit in the future. He's a few hours ahead. <laughs> um, so as we go through these, shall we say a couple of, like, just to keep it fantasy related, shall we say a couple of fantasy assets that we think could pull this team to where we think they're going or a few assets that we think will underperform, stuff like that. Yeah, that sounds like a good idea. Well, should we go bottom to top? Yep, let me just find my notes again. We find a huge prediction. Uh, I have in 12th place and it is based on their cup run. Uh, By cup run, I mean the League Cup games. Um, which this could be a number of teams based on the way the Premiership teams performed in the Cup. Um, I go with St Johnston. I think they haven't improved their team, uh, despite getting Ryan McGowan, who is one, the most handsome man in the world, and two, the best footballer to have ever played football ever, ever, ever. But they um, also signed Dre Wright and Andy Constantine. Yeah, I don't, I don't think they've got better. Um, I think Xander Clark left. He's not been replaced. I think Sean Woody left, he's not been replaced. Jay McCart left, he's not been replaced. Uh, what are you trying to say about Andy Considine? He is the replacement for Jamie McCart. That's, that's, to be fair, that's actually not bad. <laughs> it is, because Andy Considine's like 34. Well, yeah, but in terms of like one season, like a fantasy season yeah. at least, that's True. actually not horrific. Is, I don't think like Badly McCart last year. I don't think they've signed <laughs> anyone. anyone. Um... From last yeah, week, I think. from last week, they brought in Graham Carey, mm-hmm. who's an attacker. Jay Murphy, who's an attacker. Dre Wright, who's a footballer apparently. Andy yeah. Considine and Montgomery on loan, who's a left back. Yeah. And that's it. Um. Yeah. Yeah, it's not been so superb. They had Ryan ago and they brought him in. I'm assuming they're going to be playing a flat back four. Nah, Mark. Can't Andy Mark, Murphy, can't. to be fair, was alright for them in the League Cup, but you have to take alright with a pinch of salt because they were the whole team was rubbish. So yeah, I um, think Cam Davidson would want to stick with the back five, seeing as all I saw last season from St Johnson fans were bemoaning the fact he'll never change or move away from a back five. Yeah. Just well, look at that team, the way they lined up against Air. Right, they won their last group stage game. They had uh, is it Elliot Parish who goes? Yeah, it is Elliot Parish. Constantine started on the left. Fair enough. I don't think that's as horrific as it might first look. They had Daniel Cleary in mid- mm-hmm. uh, middle of centre back. They had uh, James Brown playing right centre back. I think he's new. No, he was there last season. Oh, was he? My bad. Um, Adam Montgomery left wing back. That's could be alright. Um, Holberg in centre midfield alongside Kyle McPherson and then Dre Wright at right wing back. Which is they awful. had uh, Graham Carey at uh, like right attacking like a, a wide attacking midfielder on the right Jamie Murphy on his opposite side and Stevie May played through the middle. Um, it's not I mean that team is rubbish. Apart from Holberg yes. Halberg's not that good at football, I don't think. Well, he's not, but in that St. Johnston side, he is. I, I think that downgrading to Parish is quite 
big. Um, oh, Jesus. It's what they lost to Queen of South on pens and they lost to Annan on pens. What was their teams like for those? They lost to Elgin. No, beat Elgin. Sorry. Pretty much the same. The same kind of base for all the games. Um, but yeah, it's, it's still looking like, it looks like they're going to go with Parish and goals, which I think is bold. Um, yep, agreed. I don't know. I, th- I think if when I look at that squad, I think they look rubbish, quite frankly. Um, yeah. I don't, um, I don't, agreed. I don't see any way they don't finish, at the very least, in the bottom two. Yeah. Unless they manage to sign one or two players, which obviously they still can. There's time yet. It's only... Yeah, they've still got plenty of time, but... The 20, in 25th of July at the moment, so they've got until end of August, right? Um, Yeah. So have you also got St. Johnston last? Yeah, all of us do. Lots of people. Yeah, Hugh's also got it. What about in 11th place for you? I have St. Mirren. St. Mirren. Interesting. Who have you gone for? Um, well, I'm going to say Hughes because he put Motherwell, which I'm not too sure about. Um, I had Livingston, and I'm just looking through right now, and I'm beginning to feel a bit unsure about it. Just with how poor the rest look. Yeah. I think Livingston might have what it takes to stay up, which means I'm going to put... Oh, I think Kelly's got enough to stay up. I'm going to stick. I'm going to stick. <laughs> oh dear, oh dear. What is this? So, I had I had it and I began to doubt myself. I'm going to say St Mirren as well. Good. I'm glad you agree with me because St Mirren are out of the cup. They are. That's part of the reason why they lost 2-0 to Airdronians. I don't hate their lineup. Like when I look at it, like if you look at their, you know, the team against Edinburgh, yeah. well, not Edinburgh City anymore, FC Edinburgh. <sighs> thing is, I like I'm, Ethan Erhan, I like Jonah Younger, Charles Dunn's not bad, Joe Shaughness is alright, Richard Tate starting at left wing back is <laughs> mental. Agreed. Ben Gallagher should be a good signing for the Premiership. He should be. I think St. Mirren. Might have what it takes, you know. Maybe, I, but I don't know who else is worse than them. <sighs> yeah, that's the issue. I'm trying to think of a team that's worse than them. Well, Hugh went Motherwell, which I can understand because Motherwell mm. have also not made many signings at all. Three last we checked. Who they brought in someone else since? Yeah. And they've lost mother lost a lot of players. Yeah, Motherwell Motherwell was one I was speaking to oh what's his name on Twitter? Where is he? Um M M M M The Scott Prem Fantasy at Scott Prem Fantasy. I speak to him. He's been doing day by day previews like the twelve yeah, they're good. some things of Centris. They have been really good. Of- so if you are on Twitter, head over to him. Um, he did one for Motherwell. Did a predicted. He's been doing predicted lineups. I tweeted saying, "I I have spoilers for what you're about to hear. I have Motherwell inside the top six, but there's not one what? player in that lineup that I think does 
that gets that, that goes in my team right now. Well, let's say, do you have any other players in fantasy? And if not, it's probably an indication that you don't think they'll do well. But I don't know necessarily if it is because they could play well as a unit and not have one standout player. Okay, that is true. They're, that's they're be... money ball with it. Right. I regret what I just said because that was going to be my argument for Livy that I don't have any Livy players, but I think six. <laughs> top six. Well, Martindale said they'll get top six, so I want to do it. Well, all right. Should we move on to 10th place then? Yep. 10th place, I am going to go with Kilmarnock. I have gone with... She's doing all right, thanks. <laughs> well. Oh, well. <laughs> um, Hugh has gone for St Mirren and has just given... Not feeling it as... As as the the only advice is fair, although his reason for Motherwell in eleventh was even more not feeling it. Mm, yeah. Um. Yeah, I, th- I think Kelly will have enough to stay up. I think they've got an alright squad. I think Three. adapting to the league. I don't think they start overly easy. Let me just find their fixtures. Um. Obviously, having Kyle Lafferty is a pretty big deal I think I think uh it'd be quite important for them. Ollie Shaw as well has been he's joint top scorer in the in the uh League Cup. Yeah he's been pretty good at the start of the season. To be fair Lafferty's Lafferty was not even really been playing. I don't know if he's injured or what. Resting him for the important fixtures. Must be. Must be that. Um so I don't know, maybe it won't be Lafferty that helps. Ollie Shaw's one to keep an eye on if he's Still firing um, as the season starts. I think he's pretty cheap too, so it's worth having a look at him. Shaw costs four point four million. It's not awful if he keep, if he gets going. Um, it's only point. That's point seven less than Anderson from Livy, but it is one million more than William Accio. Yeah. And you can't be missing out on Accio. Can't be. Obviously. Simply can't be. Um, Speaking of ninth place. Have you gone for a county? Yeah, I have. have you? I've got Livy in ninth. I'm really upset that you ruined that segue. Yeah, well, that's why I was very confused when you started it. <laughs> I've got, yeah, I've moved Livy. I do, however, think Bruce Anderson is one to miss out on in fantasy at the moment. Um, he didn't take the penalty they won the other day despite being on the pitch. Their centre half took it or their left back. I can't remember who it was. But if he's not on penalties, 5.1 million, far too steep for me. Um, Second half from last season. I don't think it was him. That's okay. Okay. Obelaye is the guy you're looking for there. I don't think it was him. But yeah, five point one million. Chris Anderson is the well, point one million less than Stephen Fletcher. But you know, I I just don't I don't see him as worth it at that price point at all. Um, I think that. Concavis might help them a lot. I think their defence, we've kind of known, has been pretty well put together by uh, Martindale. I agree. Well, somewhat well put together. Not, I mean, it showed flashes of it the first year Martindale, like that stretch they had in the 21-22 season. Um, and they've been all right last year. I think, I think Bruce, Anderson will, Bruce Anderson and Goncalves will do enough to keep them up. But I don't know how comfortable they'll be. In terms of fantasy, I don't think Bruce Anderson's 
that great a shout. And I think that if you're looking for a Livy player through there, if they're going to have a, a nice run of fixtures, and you're better looking at Goncalves because he will be cheaper. Cheaper. He is four point three million. Um, and he can score goals. He knows the league. So there you go. And that's all you need, right? All you've ever needed, ever. Um, if we look at uh preseason minutes again provided by uh, Scott Brown Fantasy on Twitter, um, Anderson's only scored one goal, and it was against Albion Rovers uh, in the forty-five minutes that he played. Um, Lukavas only also only scored one goal, and he got a red card. So maybe that's not the best advice to look at him. Uh, <laughs> I I wasn't overly convinced. But obviously they got beat by your team in Vernes. Damn straight. Um, Jason Holt scoring for Livy, but I think that's more indicative of how good Inverness are looking, to be honest. We're looking very good. I mean, we're not going to do full championship fixtures today, or at all, I don't think. Um, but I would be very shocked if Cali don't win the championship. I we think should, really, I... really should. I I agree. I think Inverness do win the. In fact, it's in my prediction that I've currently got here. I think uh, if you're looking at Livy, I think it's um. What was I going to say? The, the spaghetti had as funny as it is is a real thing, and they do have a genuine <laughs> bit of a force at home. Like they, if they got a run of a couple of easy games at home, then someone like Nicky Devlin could be a pretty good shout. Um, in their defence, who I think will help them quite a lot. Um, I'm trying to find other play- Fitzwater has been one for a goal Obelize, he's on penalties as well uh, isn't an awful shout um, so yeah I would be having a look at players like that but yeah I, I do think they'll finish what position did I say? ninth. yeah I mean yeah. maybe also saw Joe Newbill but he's not really a fancy asset he's just a somewhat just decent player very glad <laughs> The ninth, you had Ross County. What were you saying about them? In nice, nice. In ninth, I have Ross County. I think does Hugh have them as well? There. Hugh has, I'm annoyed by how much Hugh is the same league as me. Or um, as me. I have County in eighth, so I guess we can all speak about them in that sense. County made a lot of signings, a lot of inter- interesting well, they, signings. They kind of had to, I guess, because their most of their goals were coming from there. Like middle attacking three, which was Joe Hongbo, um, Blair Spittle, and Regan Charles Cook, and Another all three of them now no longer play for Ross County, and they've been replaced yeah. by Jan Danda in the middle, um, Hamula at left wing, I suppose, and probably Dominic Samuel or Willie Akio at right wing. Oh. Yep. Um, uh, Dominic Samuel's up top as well. Yeah. Yeah, he could play up top. They've also got um, Akio's brother. What's his name? Latouri. Who's, I think, a yep. winger? No idea. Is that correct? He is a... I'm chatting pants. No, he's a midfielder. He's a midfielder. But a wide midfielder or a central? No, it's central. He just scored in the League Cup. He could be one to have a look at, actually, to be fair. He's the same as his brother. 
there's a lot of reasonably priced um, Ross County assets, I would say. Um, yep. Yeah, they're, 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 I mean, they, I think they'd be all right. They did pretty well in the League Cup. Um, they gave with 11 points. Yeah, 11 points after a draw with Bucky Thistle, which they won on pens. They then stuck seven past East Fife. Uh, won pretty comfortably against Aloha away and then just a 1-0 against um, Dunfermline. But that Jordan Hawula, I think, has scored in every game they've played. It's not about that. Oh, no, he scored three and three, but he didn't score in the first one that they played. Victor Latore has scored as well. Yeah. Maybe Dominic Samuels want to look at. If he's uh, going to be starting up front, 3.8 million. The one that's not scored. Well, Hula uh, Jordan Hula is what they're meant to say there. Three point <laughs> five. Even scored. better. Even better. Yeah, that's why I was confused because I read his name. Um, yeah, Jordan Hula. He came with whatever the word, the opposite way to say rave reviews is. <laughs> really, really awful reviews. <laughs> um, sorry, I took a drink mid sentence there. Really awful reviews. Um, from yep. Doncaster fans, they were pretty happy to get rid of him, but. You know, maybe he's playing in a nice system and it works akin oh, to Regan Charles Cook um, or Cole Stockton the other way, something like that. I don't know. Who knows? I get but you. One to keep an eye on, uh, especially at that price point, 3.5 million for an attacker. That's about as low as it goes in the lowest forwards or... Especially for a player that actually starts that isn't a youth Lowest forwards are 3.3. So, someone's 3.5 million is probably going to start probably going to start up front. I don't know if they go with White. I don't know. I mean, you've got uh, County of Hearts first, so I don't really see them scoring a lot of goals. I'm sure, uh, I'm sure you'll agree. Easy there. Um, start the, the season is. They so go... they have Hearts. Yeah, Hearts and Celtic. Celtic. Um, Johnson. So it only gets good from Game Week 3. Yeah, but even then they've got they've got they've got St. Mirren and Kilmarnock back to back weeks, but then it goes Rangers, Aberdeen and then it goes Motherwell to Johnston, but then it goes Hibs, Vivi away. So they're kinda of two on, two off. Mm-hmm. Mm, but yeah, I don't know. Ninth uh, eighth place on mine. Who was eighth place for you? Eighth place for me was da, 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 da. Oh, Kelly. Because I think they'll be safe. I think they'll be fine. But nothing special. Um, Hugh has gone with Livy in eighth. He says Martindale's optimistic he'll get in top six, but not for me, which I think is a pretty fair assessment of it. Yeah, I think that's fair. Um, yeah, we've already kind of spoken on... Well, I've got County, as we've just two. spoke about. Yeah, I'll shut up. <laughs> um, yeah, we've kind of already spoken Livy. I think Bruce Anderson... Not worth it would be the main one I'd say right now. Uh, seventh place, the one who's missing out on top six. Who have you gone for? Hibernian. I've also gone for Hibernian. And so is no. No, Hugh's gone for Killy. He's gone for Killy. He didn't got... put numbers. Can we just say he didn't put numbers? Yeah, you might have just heard me counting there because I was trying to count down. <laughs> it's really difficult to read. It's quite infuriating. Um, so, how come you've put Hibs? 
because they're out of the cup and they're not looking great despite all these signings. And I think they'll sack the manager in, oh, I see November. Yeah. I think their signings were risky. Hugh described it pretty well last week, but he said that they were not necessarily good signings, not necessarily bad signings, but they were fun signings. I don't think that's the type of thing you need when you're trying to bounce back into the top six. Because um, the signings were fun. I think that there will be a couple that um, will turn out pretty good. I'm pretty sure he was a new signing, that Del Fier um, has been getting some pretty good reviews. Um, he joined in February, actually. Uh, mm-hmm. um, that Eli, Eli Yuna, Yuan, um, he scored five goals for them in a youth game of the week. <laughs> Jeez. So, again, you know, the younger players... I think are looking all right, but the ones they signed for their first team, that Lewis Miller has been. They've got a few mates that support Hibs, and that Lewis Miller they've got in at right back seems to be um, not particularly popular. Um, Aidan McGeady's been rubbish and got injured against Norwich, I think. Okay, brilliant. Um, the Cabraja should be a decent signing, I think, at left back. Yeah, I think so. Uh, but. I don't know when he starts because I don't know when he'll get his work permit and everything. They start Chris Cavan against Morton. Lewis Stevenson, maybe worth a shout. I mean, that Hibs defence was actually pretty good towards the back end of last year. Um, it's because Ryan Porteous is actually better than we give him credit for, but sometimes you just is really awful. Yeah. Um, hot-headed, I guess, would be the... He's like Ditton Gallagher from a few years ago. Sort of. I think it's yeah. a good comparison. Yeah, I suppose. Um, can we uh, go... Sorry, can we briefly go over the Rocky Bashiri fiasco at Hibs? Yeah, maybe we should mention that. So, on our last podcast, we were speaking about Morton winning on penalties. Uh, they've won on oh, penalties yeah. during the podcast. Um, but uh, we found out the day after that uh, Rocky Bashiri started that game at the right centre-back position Um should have been playing. Should have been suspended. Uh, this was about. This came out uh, less than twenty four hours after Lee Johnson said that the SFA were amateur for not having a fourth official at this level of the cup, um, and then complained that these things aren't flagged up. You know, if you're gonna employ a whole new board of officials, you should probably have one of them flagging it up for you. I mean, the player himself should know the rules and should remember that you got two yellow cards. The staff should remember, like the management staff should know that the player had two yellow cards, wasn't able to yeah. play. Also, on top of this, it's come up some stuff from, was it director of football or whatever at Hibs saying they didn't realise that they were, that they'd signed Rocky Bashiri. Yeah, they played him so in a, a nothing game. Yeah, um, and it meant that they signed him. Oh, and there was also a contract extension for someone? Uh, Joe, Joe McGinn. Um, Paul McGinn. Paul McGinn. Accidental contract extension because yeah. he played X number of games. Yeah. So basically, Hibs fans aren't too happy at the moment. No, I think their board's a bit pants, and I think they'll miss out on top six again this year. Um, yep. And these are all the reasons why. Yeah. I think, I think if you are looking at that team, I'm looking at the defence. If anybody. Um, I'm not someone like Lewis Stevenson to play left back because he's so cheap. Ewan Henderson, actually, I think is a really good shout. Ewan Henderson is a very creative footballer. I think Ewan Henderson is a very good footballer. 
But yeah. who's he going to be creative for? <laughs> he's been pretty exactly. creative for himself in the League Cup. Um, he's only three million in midfield, attacking midfielder. He's going to be in around the box. He can absolutely spank them if he needs to. I quite like having you and Henderson in and around my team, even if it's just on the bench for a bench trick. But three million—that's not that awful. Um, so you and Henderson would be my fantasy asset to pick from them. But I think they if will. Yep, they had to. Again, struggle this year. Um, Davy Marshall as well actually probably isn't that bad a shout. I don't know how much he is. No idea, but they do play St Johnson first, so if they're ever going to get points, it should be in this first first game. Yeah, Davy Marshall is two point nine million. Um, it's not awful. Right, one more expensive goalies into the top six. We shall indeed. Um, Hughes pick in the top six. Let's find it. He's got Hibs. As we said, uh, who have you gone for? I've gone for Livy. And I've gone for Motherwell. That's so bold. I mean, so's Livy. I don't know how bold Motherwell is. I don't know. They, they, I mean, they were absolutely rubbish at the end of last season, actually, now thinking about it. And they've lost a fair few players and have not really replaced them. They have, they have Paul McGinn and Stephen O'Donnell as their right wing back options or right back options. Yeah, I might have made a mistake here. <laughs> See, end of the season, they'll finish third and you'll be absolutely chomping at a bit. Well, no, because that would mean Hearts didn't finish third. <laughs> okay, that's true. <laughs> Unless Hearts have finished first or second, in which case, yeah, fine, happy Mother- with it. Motherwell do have to also win their game in Europe in three days' time. Yeah. Because they lost the first leg against Sligo 1-0, which is not a good sign. Uh, St Mirren as a result. So that they start St Mirren, St Johnston. To be fair, it's not a bad little start. Um, but as we said, I'm not really looking at any of their players as fantasy assets. No. And if they can't even beat Sligo Rovers, I have no faith in them in the league. Mm, yeah. I All right, who's gotten fifth? I think we're probably gonna have the same team here. In fifth, I've gone for Dundee United. I've also gone for Dundee United, four. and so as Hugh, I think. Um, Getting Dylan Levitt back Correct. was big, another good one for fantasy. Stephen Fletcher, I think, as much uh, as a laugh as it is, will probably be all right, and he might actually get the best out of Tony Watt a little bit. He's a kind of strike. He was never like a, oh, not never, because he was for a bit. But he's not like a proper proper striker. He's kind of like a playoff someone else. Link up the players. Link up. He's good at that bit, which is, I guess, if he was. If he was around the 4.5 to 4.8 mark, I probably would have got him in my team, but he's not. He's 5.3 or something, so I won't be. Um, he's 5.2, yeah. 5.2, yeah. It's, cheap, it's cheaper than a jetty from Celtic yeah. somehow. Charlie Mulgrew is probably still a bit expensive to be going for, 3.2, especially when you've got I mean, Stephen Kingsley's the same price. Um, yeah. Ross Graham's cheaper. Liam Smith's cheaper. Probably looking at those guys more, I would say. Um, Dylan Levitt's obviously the big one with how good he was for them last season. Uh, he's been in that in that of my team so far, so I'm just not he's sure how not, well he actually do. Not once been in my team, and I don't know why. It's a bit pricey. Three point eight. Yeah, I think there's probably maybe better around him. Ian Harks, uh, I think they got him in a new contract as well. He was obviously quite good at fantasy last year. Um, 
Yeah. And then Tony Watt up front, if he can find any sort of form that he had for the first half of last year, then um, Wolves will be fine. He's a good finisher. Good. Do you want a good, good laugh? Go for it. Drew Wright costs the same as Dylan Levitt. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, interesting. That is interesting. Yeah, I think the United will have an alright season. I don't think Jack Ross is as bad a manager as Hibs, as a club made him out to be. <laughs> um, They'd finish top half if they had Jack Ross. I'm excited to see what Dylan Levitt can do in uh with the, with this Dundee United team, I think it's a nice team. It's a good young team, as well. Yeah. Um, and then Stephen Fletcher and Charlie Mulgrew, which well, is yeah. bad. Well, I mean, this good to have because of experience in there, isn't it? Right. Yeah. I mean, especially when they've got a pretty young defense. I don't know how old Liam Smith is now. Liam Smith will be twenty five now. <laughs> that came up with the boxer Liam Swift and that really confused me because I was going to say 26 no. maybe I don't think how many years above me at school he, 26 he was. yeah he is 26 yeah. Um, but Ross Graham as well besides Charlie McGrew in the defence Ross Graham's a fantastic young defender um, one that I would very much like Hearts to have a look at um, not that I agree with clubs pinching players off low league opposition but still um, <laughs> but it benefits my team <laughs> Like when the old firm do it, um, yeah, I think United are going to be fine. I think they're going to be quite a fun team to watch this year, actually. They were um, pretty good last season at times. Yeah, um, I think especially with all the young, all the young players, it's always nice to see. I keep seeing M, and I keep catching myself doing it. It's really annoying me. But um, yeah. but them from the Harmic Mother, <laughs> they've got uh, their Europa League, uh, Europa League, Europa Conference League qualifying coming up, which could throw a bit of a spanner in because they play. This week or the next couple of weeks, they'll go uh, Saturday, Thursday, Sunday, Thursday, Sunday, as they try to qualify to get into yep. the group stages. Quite, of quite a busy schedule. Week. So, I when, sorry, I don't know when the last time it was that Dunedin United were in Europe, but it is obviously a lot to contend with. Oh, I tell you what, something I didn't even think about would be that if Motherwell get through this round, Motherwell aren't finishing top six. I've got it wrong. Because if they get through, they'll have the St. Johnson problem from last season. Of those two games in Europe. Can I change my prediction mid? <laughs> no. But now I've realised. Tough. I actually thought um, about it. <laughs> but so yeah, Dunning United could play either Alkmaar or Tuzla City. I don't know where Tuzla City is. It's going to be as the Alkmaar. It's going to be Alkmaar. And Alkmaar should probably put down the United out in theory. Uh, but yeah, that's next Thursday. So we'll mention that next week. Big game. Tuzla uh, City. Tuzla City. How do you spell Tuzla? T-U-Z-L-A. Like Tesla, but not. <laughs> mm-hmm. They're from Bosnia and Herzegovina. Okay, well, Alkmaar should still win. Alkmaar won them up after one leg and absolutely battered them. Absolutely not. battered them one no. Well, yeah, but like statistically That's... battered them. Gotcha, gotcha. 78% gotcha. possession. 763 passes to Tuzla's <laughs> 215. That's quite mad. Um, who have you got in fourth? I've gone for... Uh, same as me? Uh, yeah, I'm assuming... I'm ass- I think all of our top, top fours are going to be the same. No, no. I've gone I'm... with Aberdeen in fourth. Same. 
But I don't like that I put Aberdeen in fourth because I hate being confident about seasons and Aberdeen being fourth suggests that Hearts are going to be in third and I hate the idea of being confident. But I've got Hearts in third, so does Hugh. Um, what about those two teams? For Aberdeen, I've had a pretty good pre-season. Uh, yeah, the four four games in the League Cup, four clean sheets. I think it's good. Yeah. No, I'm not going to commit to saying that. More than one goal a game, which is unheard of. I'm pretty sure it was lots and unheard lots. Of. Lots and lots of goals. Yeah, it was 14. That's yeah. a pretty good goal. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. Can you do math? No, well, they played a friendly against Brecon during and scored seven, right? And it threw me off. Five, they scored seven. nine, twelve. They scored twelve. In the League Cup. Okay. Which is, I mean, four. Yeah. Four games, four clean sheets, 12 goals. Um, Boyan Miovsky, uh, which is a player that I very much have my eye on, in fact, as part of a, a fantasy article that I'm writing for Hoofball Blog on WordPress. Watch it out. Um, he started uh, number nine, took the number nine off of um, Christian Ramirez and scored a goal as they played and beat. Uh, Sterling Albion on Tuesday no I'm lying to you that wasn't the game I was thinking of he scored yesterday against Wraith Rovers yeah played and beat Wraith Rovers um, can we also say that or can I also say that Ross McCrory scored in each of the last three games Ross McCrory scored goal... a screamer <laughs> I had a look at him today because I thought he might come up as a defender because he played more in defence last year but he's a midfielder and he's 4 million so not one that I'm thinking of but if he gets firing a little bit, if he can keep up <laughs> any sort of goal ratio like that. He scores that a goal against Celtic the, and get him in. Added stats that are in the data points for interceptions, recoveries, etc. etc. Maybe Ross McCoy won't be that bad a shout. Um Agreed. But yeah, when I look at Aberdeen, well, the name the first name that was on my Game Week One draft was Oh, I've got a butcher's name. I really want to know how to pronounce this before I Vesvision. Is that how you say it? That's how I'm going to say it. I'm going to find out. Dutch. It, he is Dutch. Exactly. So. Bisweigen. Bisweigen. How would you say it in German? Like the Dutch way. <laughs> or at least we try to. Apparently it's Bisayan. Bisayan. So. Damn. But he misses an open goal, the Aberdeen fans. Bisayan. <laughs> Uh, I'm really happy there's no Hugh this week so there's no one to edit that awful joke out yeah oh well um, yeah he, <laughs> he was the first name on my on my team week but what oh my god what was I saying he was the first name on my team sheet uh, when I yep. first made my my team um, and they look really good and they've looked really positive uh, Visayan um, has looked very good I think Christian Ramirez looks all right, still. Um, Boyan Miovsky as well. I just I, it seems to have all come together a bit for Aberdeen, I, and yet they still have Johnny Hayes at their club somehow. Well, yeah, and he's gonna start. He's gonna start. It's a bit of an, an enigma. Yeah. To me. Um. I don't know. Yeah. I think Aberdeen will be fine. I think they finished top six definitely. I don't know if it's as high as fourth. Maybe we're being kind of lured into a false sense of security by mm-hmm. Jim Goodwin's. Lovely grey hair. Well, it's not lovely at all. It looks Megan. Um, but I have a question. Last season, what number was Christmas Year is? Number, number. 
because according to Google, he was number 99 yesterday and Miofsky was number 9. Miofsky wore number 9, definitely. But Ramirez is 99. Does Chris Ramirez change number? That's why I'm asking. I don't know, I don't think so. Maybe he has. It would be quite an American thing to wear number 99. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Maybe he is. I'm just going to check the, the highlights quickly to see. Well, he was still wearing number 9 on July 19th when they played. Yeah, that's what I'm confused about. Unless there's just pre-season top or something along those lines. Um, speaking of Aberdeen today, they signed uh, Callum Roberts, who you may know from his time at Kilmarnock. Uh, played there a couple of years ago. Um, but it is an attacking mid, and Hearts are apparently out of the running for Conor Ronan. Aberdeen signing another attacking mid, which actually will probably push Johnny Hayes out of the team, because you'd imagine Biswijan plays on the left now. Biswijan was playing in Cam in the last Yeah, game. but I think... Kyle Roberts comes in and plays attacking mid. Matty Kennedy keeps his place on the right, and Basui and Basayan plays on the left, would be my guess, with Ramirez or Miofsky up front. But Miofsky could also play on the left, and Basayan, Basuyan, and Vicente could play on the right. So Basically, looking quite dynamic, which is something we've been about Aberdeen dynamic. for the last two seasons. Yeah, <laughs> very much so. Um, their defence I think Mason Hancock is also a good option £2 million he's going to be starting left back for a little bit at least he started all four of their League Cup games Um, I think he's pretty much nailed on to start against Celtic which isn't necessarily a good thing because Celtic are obviously very good Um, Liam Scales might take his place and he might also be holding his place for Champions Liam Scales can't take his place yeah not for Celtic but in the future games I mean and I think he's also holding the place for a Currently injured Jack McKenzie, but also Jack yeah. McKenzie was rubbish when he played left back last year. So, who knows? Um, third place, we all have the same team, Hearts. I think. The Hertz, the Jam Tarts, the Bake Tarts, the Jam Well Bake Wells. Doesn't rhyme with arts. The Stinky Farts. Yep, yeah, if you want the Bike Parts. The Hamish isn't so smart. The uh, fuck off. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hearts are looking like they're in a pretty good spot this year. Uh, I think we've improved the squad. I say we as a Hearts fan. If you didn't know, if you're new to the podcast, perhaps. Um, but yeah, I think we've improved in the correct areas. I still think Hearts need to sign another well backup goalie for one because if. Craig Warner gets injured and I have to see Ross Stewart play in a European game, I will gouge my eyes out. Um, <laughs> Is Scott Bain available? Well, Harry Stone's available and he should really play, but he's playing in the fucking Lowland League. So, <laughs> <laughs> so he actually gets consistent playtime. Yeah, I guess. Um, who uh, Probably another centre-half, just with injury problems. Uh, I would like another centre-mid, again, just for injury problems. And then probably another attacker, again, for injury problems. Someone like Elliot Anderson, who's been picking up a lot of steam, that rumour, uh, from Newcastle. Maybe another striker as well, because currently it's just Shankland, Boyce, and then Ewan Henderson's the next best option. Um, you can't really rely on Liam Boyce to stay healthy all year. So, 
and I'll have to strike Ruben. Yeah. Um, what? <laughs> I mean, I might get you on a bit, not put on a bit. <laughs> Push on me to leave him. Uh, he's still fantastic and a lovely bald man. I think Hearts are going to be fine this year. I really do. I hate that I'm confident about it. I think European hangovers might be a bit of an issue, especially you know if you get something like an away day at Killy or County or Livy yeah, on the back of the European game. We didn't mention it with Aberdeen. Aberdeen don't have that problem of playing in Europe. Yeah, which is very true. I think that could be a big reason why they can push up above Dundee United. I don't know if they'll... If Aberdeen finished third this year and Hearts finished fourth, I wouldn't be shocked. No. Agreed, um, especially if it's, you know, two or three points in it. Yeah, because it's not like, like Hearts are definitely playing most Thursdays until November. Because even if we don't make the Europa League when we play these games in August, we're making the Conference League and it's guaranteed group stages. So, I mean, there's going to be a lot of European hangovers. That's a phrase, probably going to be the most used phrase on this podcast this year. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, yeah, I mean, we'll see. I think for fantasy, my current issue is I don't know if Alan Forrest starts or if George Grant starts at right wing. Okay. I think that they're as good options for fantasy as Byron Mackay is not in general I think Byron Mackay is better but I think they'll have similar production levels come the end of the season but I think because they'll be rotated they'll be similar productions together whereas Byron Mackay will be able to do it on his own so Byron Mackay is more of a reliable option Byron Mackay costs 5 million 5 mil which is 4.2 it makes makes Byron Mackay a, a premium asset um, yep. Which he is. Very good footballer. Was you know up there with some of the better players. Uh, some of the higher scoring players even last season. Um, Scott, Alan Forrest. So he cost less than Scott Wright. Yeah, but that's because Scott oh. Wright's got the... Rangers tax. Rangers tax. Cost less than Aaron Moy. Aaron Moy's not even a start. <laughs> Scott Arthur as well. Yeah. Scott Arthur doesn't really make sense to be fair. Um, George Grant is 4.2 million which is why he's the one that's currently in my team I think that George Grant could start in the centre of midfield as well which helps Um, unfortunately this week we're not going to get any uh, any any lineups because there's an early kickoff so who knows but yeah Hearts Cool. It's not like we'd have enough time anyway to change our teams for all the leagues. Oh, yeah. Well, I will be in two because I don't want to join any ones because I don't want the ball league of changing them. <laughs> um, we'll move on to second place. I think this is where it's going to get a little bit controversial. Should we go with Hugh first, seeing as he can't defend himself? Well, Hugh has picked Celtic to finish second, which I'll... means Rangers are winning the league. I like... So, should we say Hugh's reason for both? Because it's quite funny. <laughs> I not usually read that but yeah so you said for Celtic they're obs a good team and for Rangers finishing first uh, Hugh a Rangers fan by the way says just superior than everyone else in absolute fairness I also I'm going to whisper it I, I also think that Rangers I think Rangers might win the league as well I think, I think they will I, th- I don't know why but I think they will thanks for the ASMR uh, I've gone Celtic to win the league by 15 no <laughs> I, I think Celtic will win it 
Am I only... Well, I suppose they've signed a few other players now. But Celtic... At the time I wrote this prediction, which was pre-Aaron Moy, I've had this prediction written down for a little bit longer. Um, but I've only really changed the bottom. They'd only signed the players they had last year, right? They've obviously since they've signed Moy, they've signed left back Burnaby, they've signed um, centre back backup Mentz Jort Mentz. Yes, they said Benji Seagrass, but obviously he's a backup. Um, I think they're on the lookout for another backup midfielder. Um, so all, all all they've really signed is kind of like backup and the players they had last year. I don't know if they've this. I mean, they have improved as a side, and I think you know, the younger players are getting better, obviously. But I don't know. I think Rangers have fully improved. There's I just hit my mic. We didn't hear that. Fully improved. Did you hear that? Oh well. What can you do? <laughs> fully improved their side. I don't know. I also think I it's just a bit that. more fun to predict that someone else is going to win the league. Well, I'm not here for fun. I'm here, for <laughs> here to win. Well, I went 0 for 12 last year on my <laughs> Premiership. So I, so I'm, so. I'm here for fun. <laughs> it's about a 50-50 in the top two. Oh, yeah. It's not going to be anyone else. I mean, maybe, maybe like a 49-49, right? Just in case something happens. Who's the two? Um, yeah, there yeah. you go. Mornay Hurts. Mornay Hurts, um, indeed. Yeah, Rangers needed to rebuild more than Celtic, obviously. They obviously. The and they have lost some players. Mm. Uh, yeah, but it's worth mentioning that Celtic haven't lost anybody, but Rangers obviously have, which is why Rangers have had to spend more and buy more players. Well, actually, I think Celtic have still spent more, but Rangers have had to recruit more players because they've lost Aribo, they've lost Bassi, they've lost... Um, well, Balogun got released. Uh, who else went away from that team? Is that it? Ramsey. Who's a big miss? I had a big uh, miss. Diallo, big miss. That was a good joke. I Thanks, right. that. appreciate that. That wasn't for you, Hugh. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think it's just, I, I think they're too hard to call, so I just went with Rangers because it's more fun. It's based a on Celtic Yeah, I think it'll be, I hope it's really close. I hope it's a bit closer than last season. Although last season wasn't bad. It was only last two games. Yeah. But Celtic had won it. Well, Rangers, Rangers probably should have won the league but they bought it a little bit and then they went on a big European tour and the league didn't matter and then didn't win the Europa League so nothing matters yeah um, but just, didn't you know, Rangers win something? no I don't think, still think Rangers what, that, that football could have finished after the Europa League final there was no other games thought, in Scotland I thought they played after, a game in Glasgow I think that um, the best assets for Rangers looking at uh, <laughs> looking at this um, a fantasy thing would be Ravi Matondo is currently in my team James Tavernier goes goes without saying obviously captain's armband week one obviously Tom Lawrence if he can nail in a starting spot I think is nice I want to see the price of this boy they signed about two hours ago as of recording they signed uh, Yilmaz from Besiktas for I think 6 million total fee um, it's a 20% sell on for Besiktas Yep. I think uh, I think that'll be a very good signing in the end. He looks very very positive. Um, mm-hmm. I think like, he'll probably cost more than Barisic if it if they say or I think he'll be around the start. same as Barisic, but I think they'll make it more so that people can't just do the straight swap. Three point eight or three point nine, yeah. I would think about three point nine. I think it'll be a more three point nine, maybe maybe even four, but also unproven. 
playing in Turkey, which well, he played for the Turkish national team. Well, that helps. But Barisic plays for Croatia. True. And, and Bassi, Bassi played for Nigeria. But Ooh. only once he played for Rangers. Yeah. But he was also still only 3.6. So, I reckon 3.9, 3, 3.8. So, cool. So, one point one more than Barisic. That's my guess. Um, in terms of the other side of Glasgow for fantasy assets, I think Jota is one that goes without saying again. Um, I think I've gone with Giacomakis over Kyogo because Kyogo's seven point eight, and that was too much. But I could stretch to seven point four. Um, Maie does too much for me with how little I think he'll actually start. Yeah, agreed. And then I feel like David Turnbull has been quite overlooked. Um, five point six million. Five point six is quite a lot. Matt O'Reilly's point one less. Same with McGregor, James Forrest. So what, if Aaron Moy makes his way into this team, then worth a look there. Real Hatate is less than Aaron Moy. Yeah. Hatate had about two good games, fancy-wise. I think Juranovic is... Juranovic is obviously a very good shout, but 4.3 million when I'm already guaranteed to spend 6.8 on James Tav. And that's like a non-topic that's happening. Like James Tav will be in my team. He has to be. Carter Vickers for 4.1, I don't think is that bad. And then you've got Greg Taylor, who might start and is probably going to give you more attack and output for 3.4. Than who? Cameron Carter Vickers. Yeah, he should do. You'd hope, if he's playing left back. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, there you go. There's our full predictions for the Premiership and fantasy assets to go alongside them. Hope everyone enjoyed that section. Shall we move on to <laughs> um, the Fixed. Game Week 1 fixtures? Oh, let's go on then. Go, go on then. We'll start with the early kickoff, which is a Livingston home game against Rangers. Pretty tough way for Rangers to start the season, I think, just with how good, as mentioned earlier, um, Livingston could be at home. It's a place where yes. both Rangers and Celtic have struggled before. You know, 4G pitch. That's probably the biggest struggle. Um, I have James <laughs> Tav in my team. As I said, I'm not going to not. And my other Rangers asset is Rabi Matondo. I think, especially against someone like Livy, where he's going to be so much faster than whoever plays at left-back for them, whether it's Fitzwater or whoever it is. He's going to be unbelievably more speedy. <laughs> It's a bit boring, but I've got the same as you, and I agree fully. Well, I've got no Livy assets at the moment. No Livy assets at the moment. Um, if we look at their second game week, they go away to Dundee United, so it's probably not even worth bringing any in. If you're even just no. looking for the future, you can bring them in later. When and they're third getting... game week, they have Hibs. And even then, that's a bit of a hard one to call. Yeah. yeah it will depend on how Hibs are playing, etc, etc. Uh, we'll move on to a game that I am so excited for because I get to be back at Tynecastle. Hearts playing against Ross County at home for Hearts. I have currently got Stephen Kingsley, George Grant, and Lawrence Shankland in my team. Oh, look at you go! Yep, three of the three of the boys. Uh, I'm biased. I don't care. Hearts are going to win seven nil. Lawrence Shankland's going to score one. No, he's going to score six, and Stephen Kingsley's going to score one. 
I currently only have Kingsley. I think that for most people, well. for most people, Lawrence Shank going to be too expensive to go for, and I absolutely understand and respect that. I've just convinced myself that he's going to score twenty goals in all competitions this year, and I'm just manifesting it by putting him in my team. I would Fair say Lawrence Shank is too expensive, but I managed to find the funds for him, so I'm going to do it. Yep, good for you. I am also quite tempted to get. 1.1 million back, put Kyle Lafferty in, and then <laughs> fix the rest of my team. <laughs> so, also quite tight. We'll see how it goes. We'll I, see how I much I'm manifesting. We Shank. worked a bit by 2 o'clock on Saturday. Yeah. Sheldon Dundee United. Uh, actually, um, uh, Ross County assets. William Gladiacchio. Oh, wait, I've got him as well, actually. Bench trick. Uh, might get on. Depends what he does. Hopefully, he doesn't score. No offense, Willie. Love you, buddy. Hope you're doing well. Keep up the YouTube content. Um, Yandanda is one. I'm going to email him. I'm going to do it. Yandanda is one that I'm looking at from Ross County as well. Um, I was really intrigued by him. <laughs> but they play... I think he's good at football. Um, but they play Celtic play next week. Yeah. Okay. Played for Swansea. Ah, yes, and and Liverpool. I don't know if he from Liverpool, but he was in their academy at least. But yeah, they, they have uh, Celtic at home next week, so he's not one that I'm currently got. William Accio was only in my team because I thought he might have a chance at starting, and it was 3.4 million. But I actually don't know if he's going to start. Who knows? Um, what other games have we got? We've got Killy playing at home to Dundee United. I think this will be a bit of a test for Dundee United. I think Killy at home might be a bit tough. Uh, Kyle Lafferty is the obvious name that jumps out, right? Yep, uh, I agree. And uh, I've got Lewis Mayo as backup. I don't know if he's going to start for Killer or not, but he was just a cheap defender. I mean, it's not a bad show by any means, Lewis Mayo. Dundee United currently have no one, actually. I don't know if I'll get Levitt or not. I don't know if I'll get uh, I don't Smith. think I'm going to end up committing to Levitt. Um, also, Ollie Shaw for Kilmarnock, as we were saying oh, earlier, yes. was playing pretty well. Um, yeah. 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 It's hard. It's a hard one. It this is game. quite hard. They've got um, a centre-back who scored twice against Falkirk, but it was unfriendly. So. They also have a centre-back who was on loan at... Not on loan, on trial with Hearts, who... I think I said last week, if he can stay fit, we'll be a very good centre-back for them, because I would have liked him at Hearts, but um, there's no point Hearts taking on another centre-back who's got a injury list longer than Santa's list. Like, it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's missed most of the last two seasons. Uh, so, if he stays fit, I think that's a very good signing for Killian, would be one that helps them stay up. Um, but yeah, Dundee United, Dylan Levitt, Stephen Fletcher. Stephen Fletcher, if you can stretch your funds there, but I think there's better ways to use your money. Absolutely. Less risky ways to use your money, maybe is the way to say it. Um, St. Johnston play at home to Hibs. I might put Ryan McGowan in my team because he's going to be dying to score. <laughs> he's like a massive Hearts fan. so Yeah. Well, chances are he doesn't. I have no one from either t- side here. I think Ewan Henderson's an alright shout here. I think Elias Melkerson's an alright shout here. Um, I think 
that's it. That's basically it. I was thinking Louis Stevenson might not be that bad a shout, but I would have loved to be able to see lineup news, but we won't be able to because it's no guarantee that Louis Stevenson's going to start. It's like if this Croatian left back might start, um, Chris Cadden might start at left back. Mm-hmm. Louis Stevenson could start. Who knows? At left centre back or in certain mid like he did last season. Well, that was yeah. under different management. So, who really knows? Uh, St Mirren played a home to Motherwell off the back of Motherwell's attempts at getting through to the fourth qualification round, I think, of the Europa Conference. Um, they defeat Sligo Rovers on Thursday of this week. Third qualifying round, sorry. So it's to get into the fourth. No, they're in the second currently. Ah, my mistake. I, I, as we said earlier, not really liking the look of any Motherwell assets. I am very much liking the look of Jonah Ayunga from St Mirren. He's a midfielder asset on fantasy who's been playing up front. Eamon Brophy looks set to miss out this weekend, so he's going to start a striker, I think. Ayunga, he scored a brace against FC Edinburgh and against Cowdenbeath. So he looks great. He looks very good. Always a good return. Yeah. He's fairly affordable as well, 3.7 million. Yeah. Pretty good. Uh, it's not bad for a midfielder. And then we've got the last game of the game week, Celtic playing against Aberdeen. Um, I think I said earlier, my Celtic assets are Giacomacus and Jota. I've only got two at the moment, as of recording. But we are recording this on the Monday. Obviously, the game week deadline is not till Saturday at 2. Uh, Saturday at 11. Yeah. Oh, it's so, weird that. Yeah. It's good for me, though. It means I can actually make it. If it was 3 o'clock, I would have made it. But yeah, I'm the same. Jota, Giacomacus... I assume Hugh is as well. Copy my team. It seems that way. <laughs> I yeah, I, I think, think that, yeah. I think those are those are the two best assets you can get at the moment. From Celtic, the, at least the two that we know will should be guaranteed good returns throughout the season. Looking, all right, as we say, um, Celtic should have a power them though. I mean, yeah, Celtic should win, especially it's at uh, Parkhead, which I think will be big. I mean, Aberdeen's history at Celtic Park isn't overly good. No. <laughs> so I think that they'll be all right. I think Aberdeen, Aberdeen might score is the only thing I'm thinking for defenders, but you've got your classic options from last year, Juranovic uh, and Kamakor Vickers, and then probably Greg Taylor. Might start at left back. Ralston is now more expensive. Yeah. Makes sense after a good season last season. Yeah, no, definitely. Although, actually, if Celtic do well enough in Europe, I, I think Ralston will be getting more game time in the league. Because yeah. yeah, because they'll be in the Champions League Champions group league. stages. So. Yep. So I guess well, we'll have to see. I just don't recommend him, though, because he is 3.7 million, so he actually costs more than Greg Taylor. Yeah. I guess we'll and, have to wait and see. And more than the new left back. Yeah, Bernabe. I guess we'll yeah, we'll um we'll see. We'll see, but we're back well, for the first first week of the season. It's is very exciting. Um, it is, it's been a while. It has been a, a good while, it's been a few months, but we're back. Uh and sh- shall we just end it there then? Yeah, I mean Rangers will play next Tuesday and I don't know if we'll be 
recording before yeah. then. I'm sure, we can talk about but, it. In retrospect, they should be winning that game. Yeah, but it's funny they're playing a team called Union Saints. It is Royal Union Saints. Royal Union Saints. Yeah. So it's two um, one to the staunch. Yep. Uh, yep. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, yeah, we'll wrap it up there then. Thank you very much for listening. Um, feel free to follow us on Twitter at HoofballPod. Uh, also check out our WordPress HoofballBlog.com. Um, the links in our Twitter if you're over there as well. Um, there'll be articles this week. I'm writing another one. I wrote one about trying to find the next hidden gem for fantasy. Um, and I'm writing one currently about some of the new transfers that I'm most looking forward to using. Um, so that'll be up tomorrow or Wednesday, depending on when I finish it. Who knows? Not, Not me. me. <laughs> um, but thank you very much for listening, and we'll see you again next week. Bye. Cheerio. Peace out. Thank <laughs> you.